Hey guys, welcome to episode four of my podcast, A Little Bit Jazz Wild. Um, it's been an interesting couple, uh, I guess, week, couple days um, since my last episode. And that's not a bad thing. I've just had a lot going on and I realized this week I really wanted to talk about my writing because um, I haven't yet. And if you know me, you know my writing is probably one of the biggest things about me. I write poetry. When I was growing up, I wrote short stories, I created characters, all of these things, but then as I got older, I started writing poetry, and I'm going to kind of dive into how that started, and what made me realize I loved poetry, and kind of what I write about, because it's, it's an interesting, I guess, sort of, like, look into my life, and how, like, I work through things, because some people work through things in other ways, but for me, it's writing, so... Yeah, today I'm going to dive into that, so I hope you like it. I started writing poetry probably, I think, my sophomore year of high school because before that, all I'd ever been told was you have to write in form and you have to have meter and you have to have rhyme and all of these things. And as a writer, I didn't like that. I didn't like being told what I was and wasn't allowed to write or how I was allowed to write. That bothered me. I'm stubborn and... It's just, I didn't like that. I didn't like being told I couldn't write a certain way or I had to write a certain way until my sophomore year of high school when one of my teachers finally explained to me I didn't have to write in form. Poetry could be written in free form. I could write it freely and do what I wanted with it. I mean, yeah, he like explained how I had to follow the rules of poetry like grammatically wise and like word wise until like I got the hang of it and could appropriately kind of break those rules as necessary in my writing. Um, But for me, high school was good. I enjoyed school. Um, There was just external factors that caused a lot of, not problems, but things that made me need to, like, express myself in a way that I wasn't quite sure how until I found poetry, which helped me so much because a lot of the times in the beginning, most of my poems did have rhyme in it. It was just a habit I kind of had. Um, It was hard because I was not very good at rhyming or, like, figuring out what went with it. So when I read back on some of my, like, really old high school poetry, I kind of cringe because it's just, it's rough. But that's kind of how everyone starts with anything like that. Um, Until, you know, like, I kept doing it. I kept writing. Writing became the only way I knew how to express what I was thinking, what I was feeling. Everything I was going through, I wrote about it in a poem or I saw something or heard a song or read something that made me feel something great. And so I wrote about it in poetry. Um, And because of that, I now actually have three books published through Amazon um, that I'm very proud of. I don't talk about it as like something that I boast about because I, I, yeah, I did that. But I don't want people thinking, oh, she, you know, is just so cool because she did that and she talks about it all the time like no I mean yes I'm proud of what I did and I should be I worked really hard to do that and it's something I've wanted since I was a little girl was to be an author to be published I mean I've been published in my uh college's newspaper slash magazine thing and I got to be a featured reader um once or twice and all of these things are things that really define moments in my life that I appreciate 
So I'm not ashamed of what I've done. I'm not ashamed of my accomplishments. No, I'm not boasting. But yes, I am incredibly proud of the work I've put into achieving that. When it comes to writing poetry, um, I have had people, especially when they've read my poetry, you know, ask me about it and go, well, what is it about? What are you thinking when you wrote it? What were your thoughts behind it? And sometimes I really don't know until I finish the piece. And then it's like, I have to read it myself and look at it and go, okay, what was I thinking here? Because sometimes I hear a song and there's just this word or this phrase in the song that just strikes a chord in my soul and I have to write it. Or I'm out walking around and I have a thought or reading something or watching something and like it hits me and I'm like, okay, if I don't write about this, like it's going to be gone. And I've had that happen where I have this thought and I think it's great and wonderful and then I'm doing something so I don't get to it right away. I don't write down the thought and I lose it. And it's like that poem that could have existed is gone. And I, like if you're not a writer or something... It's hard to understand that because you may not feel that for some like things in your life. But for me, that's just how it feels. If I lose it, it's like, dang it. That piece could have been amazing. It could have been awesome and wonderful, but I lost it. And so usually when I have an idea, I have so many notes started in my phone with just lines of like words that I think of or that someone says that inspire me um, or just quotes from things that inspire me. I had a writing on trauma nonfiction class in college and I have to say it was my absolute favorite class because there were I think 13 of us and we were all girls which yeah guys could have joined but I think for what we talked about and wrote about it was really helpful that there weren't any because we were I think more vulnerable with each other even though none of us knew each other pretty much before the class just because we felt safe We felt safe that we could talk about things that had happened to us or our writing was more honest. Like we wrote our first thoughts and that is something I strive to do with every poem is I write my first thoughts and I try not to edit them because it's how it is. I don't want to edit my feelings. I don't want to edit what like I want to write because I want it to be the first thing I've thought about for that piece because that's what the reader deserves. They deserve all of me in my writing, not just the parts of me that I'm comfortable giving no I'm writing to make not only myself uncomfortable but my reader uncomfortable to make them feel something and so in that class um, I had a girl tell me when she was critiquing my work that she really liked the like the way and the words like the way I write and the words that I chose she said I chose very good words and I explained how I could sometimes spend 30 minutes to an hour or two seconds picking a word because sometimes like I know what I want to say I know what word I want like what I want the word to mean but it takes me forever sometimes to even find the word that fits like I'll go through so many words like I said half hour hour two minutes two seconds like I will spend whatever amount of time it takes to find the word that when I read it in the like line or in the little section sounds right or whatever because I don't want to just put any old word there that means what I'm trying to say no I want the word that's supposed to go there to be in that line and I take this time because it matters to me because I want to portray what I'm thinking and feeling the best way possible um and so like when she when she noticed that about my words it made me feel really good because I like I said I spent time on it I some poems I write 
real quickly and it just flows right out of me. Other days, I spend forever just in silence, agonizing over each and every word and line because I know what I want to say and what I feel and what I'm thinking, but I don't know how to say it. And it doesn't mean one poem's better than the other, however I do it. No, it just means the process was different. I never have the same process for my writing. And if you do, that's great. Um, but I definitely don't. And it, my writing's kind of chaotic, which is how I am normally. So it kind of makes sense that my writing is chaotic. I wouldn't have it any other way, in all honesty, because if it's not coming out of me in the way that I normally am anyway, then it's not really me. I don't want to be a different person when I'm writing. I want to be me pouring out everything that I am on each piece that I write. Something else that I've been told about my poetry is that it reminds people of Sylvia Plath. Um, if you know who she is and what she writes, which I'm sure a lot of you have read her pieces in school and whatnot, um, you know she writes darker, sadder material. And first when I heard that, I was like, oh dang, I do kind of write sad, depressing things, but I realized she's one of my absolute favorite poets. I should be so incredibly, like, I guess grateful that I was, you know, told I write like her. That's a great thing. Like, if I had to write like any poet, I'm glad it's her. Because, yes, I write sad and depressing things, but it's because I write reality. I'm not just going to write about butterflies and roses and how the world is perfect. The world's not perfect. And, yes, there are butterflies. And, yes, there are roses. But sometimes... That's not how I feel. Sometimes I see dead roses. And sometimes I feel like nothing's going to bloom in my soul again. And sometimes I feel like I'm never going to stop crying. And that's what I write. And sometimes I have heartbreak. And someone I love leaves me. And people I care about disappear. And don't even tell me why. Or, you know, just life happens. And that's what I write about. I'm not about to just sugarcoat the things I've gone through just to make my writing sound happier. I write happy things too, not very often, um, because, I mean, I guess I'm just don't, I don't, it's not that I'm not happy or like anything, but I usually just write my honest opinions on things with my writing and how I feel, and I'm not gonna shortchange any of my readers because I'm scared to write the truth that I'm feeling. Um, another reason why I write is because I want someone to read it and know they're not alone. I write about struggles. I write about hard-hitting things that I know people don't talk about because they're just things people tell you, oh, you shouldn't talk about that or you shouldn't say that. And it's like, but why not? They should say it. They should hear other people saying it. They should know that they're not alone in their struggles and that there is a light at the end of the very dark tunnel that I know they're stuck in. And sometimes that tunnel is thousands of miles long and you're not very far in. But if my writing can keep you going like breadcrumbs, then that is what I'm going to do. I'm going to keep dropping breadcrumbs and lighting candles and letting you know that you're not alone because that's what I needed. And I didn't have that. So I wrote to get myself out of my own tunnels. And I wrote to get myself to where I needed to be because poetry guided me through the hardest times. And I needed to have that happen in my life. And I realized I wanted to be 
helping people with my writing find the light at the end of their tunnels because I know how dark it can get and I know how hard life can be and the struggles people go through and I don't want them to feel alone because I know that feeling. I know the feeling of being so far down the rabbit hole that you don't know how you're ever going to find your way out of Wonderland because everything's just so great around you and you are just falling apart and nothing's making sense and you don't know why and all you want is for everything to just stop. And I want my writing to let you know that eventually the peace comes. You reach the end of that season and the flowers will bloom again and the darkest nights will be over and that's why I write. It's why every word that I put onto paper and onto my stories or books or whatnot matters because I care about each and every word that I have written. And I may not remember all my poems word for word, but sometimes I'll be in a situation or experiencing something and I go, I've heard about this. And I will remember the line, a specific line, and I'll go, that made me feel so much better. And it did, because I wrote it for a reason, and it was just for that moment that I wrote it sometimes. So the piece I um, chose to read for this episode as I wrap up here was one I wrote back in 2019, and I titled it Brooklyn Baby. I suppose that we all spend most of our lives searching for something, a reason maybe, for why the world is so deeply broken. Many look for answers in all the wrong places, wishing on a star that was never really there. It was Brooklyn, baby, where we discovered how to love these broken-down carcasses that we call home. We are human, flesh, and bone, learning to love the beautiful wreckage that has become of us. Um, Thank you for listening today. I didn't want this episode to go on too long because a few of my other ones have kind of I guess just last week's maybe did but um this was just a topic I am so passionate about and I really wanted to like explain as much as I could um all the different things that surround me in my writing if you have questions or you want to read some it some of it you can find uh, my instagram which is a uh, beautiful underscore words one eight for 18 um and that is my Instagram account for it. Or go to my website, which is um, littlebitjazzwild.wordpress.com. And you can also get to my Instagram from there. I also do a lot of writing on there. Not much poetry, but more just like blogging stuff. I know I've talked about it before. So yeah, I really hope you enjoyed today and that y'all will stick around for the next episode. Thank you. Thank you.